0: yo 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 what it do folks this is the fourth episode of what's the skinny and i know that i've been going a little extended days at the time with the podcast i'm trying to get back on the uh how do you say that the consistent Love, path to give me off two episodes yeah, a week? which y'all you know it's that downtime of the year where it really ain't no day. basketball the wood, the the going day on out of free agency then dog down and rookie, summer league, then, then Fuck, I closed I up shop. We got that down week, two weeks before training camp start for NFL and Niggas got a report for college football You know, start getting checked in and Things of that nature <coughs> But, yeah We gonna hop to it This is probably the last of the NBA talk For a couple of, I'll say a week or so maybe Cause for the next week I'm gonna focus on NFL talk Division by division Team by team So on and so forth I'm coming with it with my gamers today. You know, we're going to talk about that 2K a little bit. We're going to talk about that Madden. We're going to talk about that 2K League a little bit, you know, and some of the upcoming games coming out that y'all may be interested in. We're going to talk about some of these films. Well, not necessarily talk about them, but try to get an idea of what y'all going to watch this weekend and whatnot. You know, Lion King come out. So, yeah. We're gonna hop to it. This is what's the skinny episode. Foin Fo Time, Foti. Gang of niggas rap. Ain't too many paid though. Cloggin' up the pipeline. Stay about the way, bro. Niggas be on that whole shit and that won't change to the world then. Find out where they talking down, and I lay pipe on their girlfriend. Get in mine and that's guaranteed to this motherfucking world, don't spit. Think I'm about to go trick on you. That's another dollar I won't spin and they hated. Look Okay. The first thing that I want to touch on is the thing that caught everybody off guard in the NBA. Players, fans, coaches, analysts, former players. Not Kawhi Leonard going to the Clippers. Oh, no, 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 no. See, a lot of people thought he was going to the Lakers. I'm going to be one of the people that said I wanted him on L.A. Well, the Lakers, let me rephrase that. But I can't sit here and act like I wasn't weighing the possibilities of him going back to Toronto or him even signing with the Clippers because I always told people he wanted to come home. It's not about what team. It's about him wanting to come home. But what shook up the whole fucking market is not even... 90 seconds after Kawhi Leonard news broke, we get a follow-up message. Well, mine came from Bleacher Report first that Paul George was traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. What? What? Paul George has Made his way back home, but not on the Lakers, but to compete against LeBron once again with Kawhi Leonard in the hometown rivalry with the Lakers and the Clippers. As a as a Laker favorite, as a as a Laker loyal, as a Los Angeles native, man. I can't wait to see the games. Of course, I'm going to say the Lakers is going to win, but that's just me being biased. To be a real sports fan, that's going to be some shit to see. They got three of the top ten defenders in the NBA on their team. Three of the top ten defenders in the NBA. On one team. One of them is a two-time Finals MVP. Who's been averaging 28 in his last three postseasons? Kawhi Leonard is the first guy to win finals MVP and change teams after winning that hoe. Like, put some respect on my man's name. Y'all yeah, wasn't rocking with Kawhi like that. Once upon a time on Twitter, back in the gap my I changed my whole Twitter handle to uh Kawa Skinner or K Skinner something like that and Manu Skinnobi y'all know if you know me I was going through a bunch of different aliases that fit with the with the nickname y'all know how that go but he left the Clippers know straight up like we all know the news now but he told them straight up he didn't want a super team He didn't want to go co-star with LeBron at Staples. He wanted to be a star at Staples and found the best way to do it. Told Baltimore to clear space and Lawrence Frank to get PG. And they did it. They did it. The only bad thing about that is Paul George could possibly miss the first couple of weeks of the season, you know, recovering from his shoulder surgery, but that's not bad to know that you got a guaranteed 3 and D player that I think led the league in steals last year, steals per game rather, on your team. The Clippers' main core right now is p Bell, P-G, Kawhi, Trez, Zubak. They got Lou Williams and Mo Harkless. Like, their team is not bad at all. Like, two players coming off the bench was sixth man of the year and third place for sixth man of the year this past season in Trez. I'm a big Trez fan. I like Trez when he was coming out of uh coming out of college. I was one of the Lakers to try to get him, but of course we know how that go. But yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be a real different look in LA for the next two to three years and and I'm all for it. Let's bring let's let's bring the the, 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 the highlights back to Los Angeles, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm all for that. You know, he was supposed to sign for uh, four years, 142. But he changed his mind. I guess him and his camp changed his mind to a three-year 103 with the player option after the second year. So if shit ain't going the way he expected, they ain't putting the right pieces around them, or they ain't making the moves that they need him to make, or he feels that they need to make, to make them better or put them in better position, he can leave again and go somewhere else. And I won't be, and I, I mean, I'll be the one to say, yeah, I'm high on my Lakers possibly winning the championship this year if we stay healthy, but I'll say this much, if Kawhi Leonard wins a championship with the Clippers within the three-year window, he goes up there with the Jordan scale. Not saying he passes Jordan, but man, oh, man. And this is the guy that a lot of people thought was only a system player. When I brought that point up a couple uh, weeks ago, after the well, during the finals, during the Eastern Conference finals, during the second round, people was, oh, no, I never said that. But, you know, Facebook got the memories that come back up. And when you talk about certain players and people post them comments, they forget to delete them. Or they forget to hide them. So, you know, you go back and see them comments and you know who they are. You don't, I ain't going to single nobody out. But like I said, Kawhi Leonard is not a system player. in his shows. And he showed everybody. And now he's not even toying with everybody, but showing everybody. You can't even tell me t- to tell the world to think to where I'm going because y'all don't know where I'm going. But also, him opting out after that second year puts him in that 2021 free agency class. And seeing how he's a recruiter the way he is, that 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 Batman sneaky. Ain't no telling if Giannis don't get a, a championship within the next two to three, two years. The 2021 class when he come out with Blake and all them that somebody don't go team up and they go somewhere else or somebody go to Milwaukee with him. He might want to get out of Milwaukee depending on who they you know, injury, depth, all things of that nature plays a factor. We can't predict two years from now because it's hard enough to predict one year from now because who thought KD and Klay Thompson would be missing the majority of next season. It makes him have to put a little pressure on the Clippers to, to, to keep that, what they got right now as far as the the players or the 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 coaching style or whatever made Kawhi Leonard feel like he wanted to go there. They, he's applying the pressure to make sure that they keep their foot on the throat of whatever they're doing because I'm not going to see, like I said, I'm not going to lie, the Clippers have a very big chance to win a championship this year and shock everybody. Sports world, fans, enthusiasts, analysts, Hall of Famers, they can do something that's never been done before with a player who's never done this before. This man has the best playoff win percentages in the NBA actively. The Claw. Y'all got to put some respect on his name, system player, where... He over here like, what it do, baby? But I'm about to take a little break. Go ahead and roll up some of this good green ganja. You know, it was put here for a reason. Use it. Don't abuse it. Or rather, in other words, use it before you lose it. But yeah, I'm about to take a little break and I'll be right back with the next topic. This is What's the scheme
1: on the days i ain't know what was ahead what i got to do to make sure the family fed staring at the ceiling struggling to go to bed trying to pass class with the needle with a trace far away from home feeling so alone. A boy amongst me, and I ain't even wear cologne. Girls call me MCM, I'm trying to beat wrong. The jazz up the road, I wanna play for Jerry Sloan. Got to college, me and mama had to set up the dorm. Shortly after, got the first tat on my upper arm. Hit the volleyball game, yeah, that welcome was warm. She crying driving off, Time to weather the storm. But first day I stumbled in, teacher handed us the syllabus. I'm Dane from East Oakland, I don't know if I'm feeling this. They noticed the temperament, right
0: Okay, we are back, and it's hot as hell outside in Oklahoma City right now. I ain't gonna say clear skies because I ain't looked out the window in a couple of hours, so I don't know what the skies looking like. I'm supposed to hit a hundred, but it is a thunderstorm rumbling out here. And I had these notes maybe four or five days ago. So, a lot of this stuff that I'm about to give to y'all because I don't want to, you know, just waste, you know, use useful information for some of y'all that don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I'm gonna just go down this list of my notes and then it's going to pan out to, you know, what took into to fruition a few days ago. So, first things first. You know, I talked about it in my previous topic. The Thunder Party Waves with uh, Paul George after he just resigned for a year. Like I, I told my partner Rod, my, my my partner Rod, I was like, "Yeah, man, I feel like if Westbrook went through that party and Nas wouldn't have been here, you know, and all that other good stuff. Like, just long story short, I don't think Paul George would have resigned. But it's like." you got this private party you came back to. I don't know if he had, you know, help in throwing it or he already knew he was going to resign because he obviously didn't give the Lakers an interview or nothing like that. So he went on vacation and came straight back to Oklahoma City and went to Paul George's party. I mean, uh, Westbrook's party with Nas. So, you know, it's hard to say what was going to transpire due to that taking place, but... Everybody thought when he signed that that contract to stay here that he was here like I'm about to play with Westbrook but uh I guess you know you factor in a second first round exit you know the load you you feel like you I ain't gonna say you feel like cuz I'm not that man but you you your workload was a bit overwhelming in the sense of you had to shoot a lot of ill-advised shots that you possibly wouldn't have taken back earlier in your career you know you shot efficient played great defense so it wasn't like he had a horrible season I mean you finished top three in the MVP voting like that's what kind of season PG has so don't think that you know I'm down playing the man's season but Sam Presti did what he had to do best for the future of the organization. And also, he did what was in the best interest of the player, which is something that the Thunder organization is known for, which keeps them as a good landing market in the NBA, regardless of them being a small market. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to attract players, but it does let players know that if they come here and things don't work out, They send them to, A, a place where they want to go or can contend, or, B, send them to a place where they can possibly be the focal point or, you know, be able to have a career after leaving the Thunder, more so to say. And I just want to touch on the Thunder. Got five first-rounders for Paul George, all of them unprotected, and the 2023 protected from the heat with trade options to trade in the 2023 and the 2024 draft. So that's not a bad haul in for one player. That's almost as much as what they got for PG up. Uh, I mean, Chris Paul and we know Chris Paul is nowhere near the player that Paul George is, but the Thunder got compensated more for what they did for Paul George than damn near what the Clippers did. And then he ends up joining that same team a year or two later. Two years later, rather. And I was already going to make the argument that was this season going to be Westbrook's last year in OKC. And when the report came out that Presti and Westbrook agent understood that the Tom probably was there to move past Westbrook, The rumors just picked up on where could he go? Where would it be his best fits? Where would the possibilities be? Would they let him play out this season and then move? Like, it just became, you know, how soon after that? It was like I had – Russ had 170 – well, has 170 with four years left on his contract. And I I was looking at it like, you know – the Thunder getting Shea, he averaged 11-3-3 three three as a rookie and almost a steal and a half, which is, you know, pretty legit. That's not bad, playing behind, you know, Patrick Beverly and, and and players like that coming off the bench and whatnot for the Clippers. So it wasn't a bad look, you know, who the Thunder got, and they got Danilio Gallinari as well, so they didn't get, You know, nothing but just picks back. They got bodies, too. But before PG was sent to the Clippers, OKC tried to trade him and Westbrook to Toronto for Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Fleet, and four first-rounders. And that trade didn't seem as bad. Like, that trade would have been pretty legit for Westbrook and uh, PG because... That means they would have still had Kyle Lowry, and Westbrook would have been able to move off ball anyway, and Paul George possibly would have been playing the three most likely. But, of course, we've seen Siakami merge, and he's possibly an all-star potential player within, I'll say, this season or the next one coming up. If he don't get snubbed this season, then he definitely will probably be an all-star next season. But the Thunder tried to reload several times. I put that in in... I was like I was gonna get into it, it's time for a rebuild. Like they tried to reload with, you know, Rio with Victor Oladipo and Enos Cancer and then they drafted uh Sabonis' son and they had fucking they had Fisher here, they had to help out, try to, you know, be a veteran leader on the squad. They had Kendrick Perkins championship cachet as well. Uh Serge, fucking Harden, of course, KD, Paul George, like, Karan Butler. Like, they had so many people on this team that they could have tried to re-sign or, you know, give them some money and they possibly would have stayed and or could have bought somebody else in. Maybe not a big-name person, but somebody that could have been a, a decent bench player, role player, you know, somebody that could have came and just did their job, did it well to help assist the the the, the stars of the team. But before Houston ended up jumping in, I had the best landing spots for Russell was New York, Miami, ATL because they had the cap space, Dallas because they had the cap space, Phoenix, Shaw, well, uh, Chicago Bulls, rather, and Houston because my whole thing was I knew Houston, I mean, Chris Paul money and his money was basically dollar for dollar. So I knew that those contracts could be traded evenly. It's just that who would throw what to who as far as would the Rockets include players with Chris Paul and make the Thunder throw in like a pick or something like that, or you know, something of that nature. But the moment that it happened, nobody was surprised. They may have been surprised on where he went, but nobody was surprised that he was traded, especially after Paul George was moved. So... The Thunder are officially in the rebuild. As of right now, they tried to move Chris Paul's contract. It seems like they couldn't get what they wanted for it or nobody really bid on it, bid on that line. So the Thunder is obviously going to have Chris Paul at the start of the season, and that, that doesn't say that they're not trying to move him still. But as of right now, CP3 is back in Oklahoma to play for the first time since his rookie year as far as you know being the main player on the team it's going to be interesting to see what the thunder going to do in the next couple of years because they have a buccal load of picks like if i'm not mistaken 15 first round picks within the next seven years it's only the two round draft, so if they can average out two to three picks a year for the next three years in the first round they won they'll be able to rebuild roster trade picks get players they'll be able to package some of those some of those picks for other players so hold tight Thunder fans like it's gonna be tough like being a Laker fan we just went through a fucking seven year six year seven year rebuild to get all the players that we got now and it, it, it takes time and y'all be in a small market y'all held it down for as long as y'all could so don't be mad at what Presty did he's just Setting up to get ready to try to build it back up again because he made some boneheaded decisions on some of the players he let walk and some of the trades he made, but he also recouped on some of them trades he made after the fact. So, I mean, it's a business. Sometimes your business is be up and sometimes it be down. But don't 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 throw rocks at the glass house because everybody know that it ain't just Presty' fault either. On a lot of shit going down, but a few more topics. Ain't gonna keep y'all on this uh this episode this is what's the skinny? You are rocking with skinny hard away, and I'll be back in a minute.
1: Chill uh, Close my eyes
0: I see don't face. True sure to God, this shit hurt me. Close my eyes and see jump face. Then I think of my journey. Worry y'all I still carry Broken heart and I grew for it. Almost my bet for that porch. Who got the drink? I'm tryna pull it up. Are you drugging my sister? My mind, loom, my mind in these bitch. I got a nigga geekin' on I'm and shit I get so hot, so hot, so hot, no problem is it Nigga dabbing out a brick And I put that on my feet Try to brick on my wrist But it don't really mean shit I wipe your neck like some Vicks, yeah Jerry go like some piss, yeah, yeah My bitch so bad she throwin' fits I made that dope jump like a Fitz
1: But it really don't mean shit in mirror like what happened to me You been starving, ain't had none of heat It ain't
0: Scared to fall asleep Cause you been having bad dreams of me falling uh-huh. in the mirror like what happened to me Okay, and we are back to What's the Skinny? And first thing at hand, we about to fill the lake up We about to talk about that good old lake show And after missing out on Kawhi I think we still had a big offseason as far as the players we compensated for, as far as missing out on Kawhi. I feel like we did pretty legit. There were some players out there we could have grabbed, and you know we could have gave them some money, and they would have came to the Lakers. But when I see how much they gave Terrence Ross and, and 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 Malcolm Brogdon and stuff like that, yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy for what we spent. And what we got, excuse me, we traded Zoe, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and some picks and got Anthony Davis. So Anthony Davis finally is in that purple and gold. We finally made that happen. Magic just happy because he can tweet and say whatever he want because he ain't a part of the organization no more as far as literally getting the paycheck. People is worried about, you know, AD injury history and stuff like that. But I feel like with the depth that we have on this roster this year and being battle tested as far as a lot of these players having championship cache, finals cache, playoffs experience, you know, things of that nature being in situations like that having different roles with different organizations in the midst of being in the playoffs is going to factor into to to the lakers organization like we actually went and got some shooting like we got jared dudley he older but he's shooting 40 30 he shot 40 percent from three last year 35 i mean 30, he shoots 39 percent from the three And he shot 35% last year. But 39 for a career, I'll take it. Danny Green, a 40% for a career. 45 last year. KCP, 34. 34 for a career. So that's not bad. And then we got Troy Daniels. He a 40% shooter for a career. 38 last season. Quinn Cook, 42 for a career. 40 last season. And then we still got Rondo, JaVale, Boogie, and Caruso. And that's not counting our rookie, uh, Tucker. So, he's 6'4 with a, I think they said a 7'2 wingspan. Like, something like that. Like, his wingspan is almost as long as his, his a full foot longer than him. So, that's pretty legit. Like, we're going to have people that's going to be able to play the passing lanes for the most part and be able to D up with just, just a tad, just a tad. Like I said earlier, the Clippers-Lakers rivalry is about to be the most meaningful it has ever been in, I think, both the franchises' history. Like, I think this will be the first time ever the Clippers and the Lakers both have championship potential or potential to meet in the Western Conference Finals more, so to say. And I don't even know if that's happened in their history. I think Jason Kidd is a good fit, you know, a good assistant to uh, Frank Vogel with the defensive schemes and stuff like that, being able to help develop the players, develop certain guards, you know, help the bigs on the pick and roll what to look for and when, when guards are doing certain things on the, on, the, on the defensive end. And, you know, Frank Vogel don't pan out. In the first couple of years of his contract, we know Jason Kidd is probably going to be next man up. So we possibly even if they don't fire Frank and keep Jason Kidd on the on the coaching staff unless he gets a head coaching role, I think we'll have a pretty good coaching staff for the next two to three years, three to four years. And I'm like, for how, like I said, for how many free agents we got, I mean, for the free agents we got, for how much time we had left, I think we pieced together a pretty nice mixed-age group. I think we got like three Four players over the age of 32 and then the rest are all under the age of 30 or 30 and under so that's not bad to have some of these players that's maybe been in the league 5 to 7 years and some being 12 to 14, 12 to 15 it'll kind of help us out because we'll have experience, we'll have people developing, getting better we'll have teammates to help guide them, coaches that's that's won rings and and led teams to top defensive uh, categories and things of that nature. So we think – I think that we'll be just fine. Like health will – I think more so health will be the biggest factor than chemistry because all these guys are ball players. And most of the guys that we added that have big roles are catch-and-shoot guys. And not just saying that's their only focal thing that they can do. They can D up as well. But the Lakers was missing a lot of shooting. And then Caruso is more athletic than a lot of you guys think. And if you ain't seen no film on Alex Caruso, he may not get a lot of TikTok early in the season. But when he does, don't say I didn't tell you so. Because my man's got that go And he's only 25. He just looks like he's 37 because he's fucking bald and then got that... that Home Depot, orange vest, goatee, going, and he just looks like he's older than what he is. But Caruso is Alex Caruso is like twenty five years old. Uh, small news I'm gonna get into before I end this little basketball segment. Zion had eleven points in his uh first uh summer league game in nine minutes. Bruised his knee. They shut him down for the whole summer league. John Morant didn't play a lick of summer league, so. As far as us wanting to see the rookies, uh, seeing Carson Edwards in Taco Falls, I'm, I'm, I became a fan of Carson Edwards in that NCAA tournament. I'm not going to act like I I knew who he was, but I started following his game in the tournament. That's when his name started carrying weight to me. And he had a pretty decent summer league, so him backing up Kimball or even playing the two coming off the bench, you know, to, to – to, to, Play with the second unit, I think it'll be vital to him. I think him and Taco will play, will play very good minutes together. I think they'll be very, very useful in the pick and roll together. Uh, the Warriors plan on retiring Iggy's jersey. I mean, it's only right if you're going to retire Durant's shit. You might as well retire Eagle Dollar's jersey. The motherfucker came in as a starter, took a bench role, the leading bench role, won an MVP. Got three titles was the primary uh defender on probably the team's best player went in the game uh hit some big threes made some- key defensive plays you know he let LeBron pin his shit on the glass when he could have just dunked it on tried to dunk it on j r Smith and get the foul versus you know go up and under and give LeBron time to chase that hole down but that's neither here nor there um I was going to talk about some NFL news, but I figured I'll just wait till later this week, possibly the start of next week. I might give y'all a weekend episode. I, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm going to see what I can do. But as far as this basketball stuff, I think we done got everything or heard everything that we going to hear for the time being unless somebody get hurt or something happens vitally or drastically in the NBA. I think the news is about to die down more so until the season start, or well, preseason start, more so to say. But I'm going to get into these gaming uh topic, these gaming topics, and after that, shit. I'm going to send y'all on y'all way. This is What's the Skinny, and you are rocking with Skinny Hardaway. Chill. If it ain't about the money. It ain't about
1: nothing I'm talking about a real big bag I ain't talking about no chump chain. See, I'm on some other shit I can't be worried about another bitch I know what
0: it is to be down and out And I done had enough of it Don't take it personal,
1: no, no It is what it is, is. Yeah. You been on the same shit for years, eh? Man,
0: cause a nigga switch gears, yeah Listen, I just can't sit back and wait on it, ooh I gotta go get some
1: money, Ay, What means is for me, I can't nobody take that from it Oh, yeah Sometimes you gotta prove shit Just remember it, take time And it won't happen overnight yeah. crying 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 yeah. You gotta sacrifice yeah. I told them They thought I would bullshit yeah. But look at me now Sometimes you gotta prove
0: yeah. shit Just remember it, take time And it won't happen overnight Grind, yeah. grind, grind Alright, we yeah. ain't gonna be too long On this one Just about to get in the uh Little quick gaming topic, real quick. Okay, so the 2K ratings came out, what, earlier this week? How y'all feel about them? They got LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard at 97. They got Giannis and KD and Harden at 96. They got Steph at 95, AD at 94, PG at 93, Dame at 92, Joel Embiid at 91, Kyrie at 91. Jokic, a 90, Russ, a 90, Clay, at 89, Cat, 12, at 89, Jimmy, at 88, Kimba, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Blake Griffin, all are 88s. Now, that was the top 20. My opinion, I feel like they could have bumped Greek up to a 97. I know he lacks in shooting, but they could have did something to bump him up to a 97 because he is the reigning MVP. KD, a 96. Mm, I mean, yeah, that's it's only right. He probably can not be considered the best player in the NBA, but he is now hurt. Kawhi Leonard is the finals MVP, so he would probably be the closest thing to the best player in the league if behind LeBron. James Harden, 96. That's pretty fair. You know, second or third in the MVP voting. Steph, a 95, of course. Like... That's given. The man has a 93 overall three-point shooting rating on the game. So you leave them open, it's guaranteed bucket. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. And that's what I'm getting into. Like, the bigs, the only big that was rated above a 90 was AD and Jokic. And I think that's pretty fair because cap 12 didn't necessarily just do nothing. You know, to improve as far as making him jump to a 90 this past season, but he still is a high 89. Everybody else, I think, is pretty pretty legit. I guess Kimber would have been an 88 or an 89. I gave Jimmy an 87 or an 88. I had Donovan Mitchell at like maybe an 86, 87. Rudy Gobert, I had him at maybe an 86, 87 just off of offensive factor. And Blake played kind of t- strong this year, even with that knee injury. So yeah, Blake was the darling of that eighty-eight. He played; he'd been playing tough in, in 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 Detroit. The top five shooters is Steph ninety-nine three-pointer, Clay ninety-seven three-pointer, Joe Harris ninety-four, JJ Redick ninety, and Buddy Hill ninety. The top rookies, top five rookies is Zion eighty-one, Ja a seventy-nine, RJ a seventy-eight. DeAndre Hunter at 77, and uh, Darius Garland at 77. And the top five bigs, like I say, AD is 94, and B, 91, Joker is 90. Then you got Cat and Rudy with 89 and 88. But the top four duos is LeBron James, AD at 95.5. Then you got Kawhi and PG at 95 even. Then you got KD Kyrie at 93.5 in the beard and russ at 93 and i guess because cj mccullum's um overall rating isn't released yet and you know a few others like christoph's Przingis, and so and so on and so forth that we can't get more duo ratings but as soon as those come out uh if they don't put those out i'll just do the average myself and see what the averages is and put them in the order you know order from least to greatest Probably won't do all, but, you know, do the marquee ones that that we expect or anticipate to have a good season. And then we're going to drop to that Madden. The Madden ratings had a lot of people hot. Well, let me rephrase that. A lot of the players hot. You got four players in the 99 club this year. DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, and Khalil Mack. Um. Still kind of iffy. Well, I ain't going to say iffy. I know Bobby Wagner had a good season, but 99? Ooh, that's that's tough. Maybe a 98. Maybe a 97. But 99, I guess that's the reason. Uh oh, shit. I got to look at his stats of his, his film. I, I didn't do the rating, so I can't act like I know what I'm talking about. But... Let's get on DeAndre Hopkins. This boy, catch, jumping, spectacular catch, catching, traffic and releases all 99s. All of them. 99s. That means you can't be better than him getting off the line. He's probably going to catch over you. He's going to make a flashy-ass catch over you. He's going to jump over you, and he's going to catch it. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, sorry, I'm hitting this ganja cake, but... I'm pretty, I'm pretty eager to see if Madden fixed that broken ass spin move from last year. I'm trying to see if they're gonna make the AI get smarter. The AI kind of tends to, to do some lackadaisical stuff at moments. Like it'd be a person right in front of them and that they can block, but they'll turn around and just start running backwards and getting the person behind the play. Like what? You know, I know it's a video game, but it's it's little things like that that they can that they can fix. We got Aaron Donald, listed as the best D-tackle in the game. He has the best strength, best power moves at 99, and his pursuit is the best at 98. And he's the second best at block shedding and finesse moves at 97. And then, this is where things get interesting. The quarterback ratings. We got Mahomes at a 97, which is expected. MVP Mahomes. In the words of Shea Sharp, Patrick Mahomes, boy. We got Tom Brady at a 96. Phillip Rivers at a 94. Andrew Luck at a 92. We got Russell Wilson at a 91. Zip Rogers at a 90. Matt Ryan at a 89. And then it drops down to Ben at a 85. And then the last one in the top ten is Cam and Jared Goff. So we got Mahomes, Brady, Rivers, Luck, Wilson, Matt Ryan. Well, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Big Ben, Cam Newton, and Jared Goff make up your top ten quarterbacks on Madden. And then Baker is right under Jared Goff at 83. So that's not bad. I feel like they snubbed Deshaun with that 82. I feel like he's a little bit better than the 82. But if that's the case, you got to make Baker and Jared Goff a little bit better. So I feel them where they're keeping the ratings at right there. Dak is only at 81. That's, I guess, in the middle of the ballpark. Yeah, he's in the middle of the ballpark as far as where the quarterbacks stand. But Mitchell Trubisky is a 75. I would put him better than a couple of these quarterbacks. Like, come on, man, this dude did help the the Bears get to playoffs this year. So I can't sit here and act like Mitchell Trubisky is just a scrub. He ain't great, but he ain't no scrub. Like they could have put him a little bit higher than that. If anything, Jameis Winston need to be the lowest rated quarterback as far as active starters because he ain't did much or nothing as far as his his ex, ex his expectations shit then we gonna go to the running backs we got my man Todd Gurley at that good old 97 then it's followed up by Zeke then Le'Veon, then Melvin then Saquon then we got uh, Run CMC we got Kareem Hunt we got Kamara, Freeman, and Joe Mixon make out the top 10 running backs. I can agree with that. I can agree with that list because, shit, everybody else did pretty legit. They didn't do much, but they had a decent season. They gave David Johnson an 87, so that's not bad either. Adrian Peterson still at 83, so that's pretty strong for his old ass to even be up in the high, the mid-80s almost, that's, that goes to show you that he has a high possibility to go up as the season goes on. And then we got the Divas, the prima donnas of the NFL. We got them receivers, and we just talked about Nook being number one. Then we got Julio number two, AB number three, Odell number four, Mike Thomas number five. We got Tyreek number six, Steven number seven. Stefan Diggs, number 8, Devontae Adams, number 9, and Mike Evans, number 10. And those go 99, 98, 98, 96, 95, 94, 94, 93, 92, 91. And then T. Wild follows up as the last 91, and A.J. Green is a 90. So that ain't bad right there. And then I feel like they snub Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen should have at least been a 90. Then you got Amari Cooper, Edelman, 89. <sighs> I feel like Juju and Emmanuel Sanders, I feel like Juju should have been higher than Emmanuel Sanders. I feel like Juju should have been the 89, if anything. Like, you got Brandon Cooks, 87, Alshon, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, Jones, Allen Robinson, Golden Tate, and D. Jackson, 85. But one thing about my Rams is we have three receivers in the top 84. Like, 84 is overall with my man's Cooper, Brandon, and, and, and Robert Woods. So, if you play Madden, you're going to have a hard time coming to them motherfucking college CMC and them Rams because uh, you know that's what I'm running with. Also, I will uh, put my gamer tag in the, in the comments. I mean, not in the comments, in the topics section uh, where you can see the topics if you play xbox that's my gamer tag for xbox i also put my uh gaming twitter on there for you guys to snatch up you know i play damn near everything so you can send invites and i'll probably get on if not it's probably because you trash then but i'm gonna get to these tight ends we got kelsey at 96. ertz at 93. walker at 92. kettle at 90. olsen at 89. eifert at 88. Reed at eighty eight, Burton at eighty seven, Cook at eighty seven, and Ebron at eighty six. So that's not that's not bad. I like that. You know, Hooper at eighty five, Rudolph at eighty five, Evan Ingram at eighty four, uh, Howard at eighty four, McDonald at eighty three, Whitten at eighty three. So you know they gave him some love on the comeback. And Joku is at eighty two, Vernon Davis is at eighty one, Clay Clay is at eighty. So that's not bad. You know, They, I'm pretty sure they'll go up as the season go on. You know. Then the corners. We got Jalen Ramsey, Stephon Gilmore, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is the third best corner on Madden right now. Like, he's good, but the third best corner? Then you got Patrick Patterson, Byron Jones, Chris Harris, Fuller, Slay, Howard, and Bouye. And those go 94, 93, 92, 91, 90, 89, 89, 89, 88. And then you got True Finding Ward at 88 right behind them. Followed up by Fuller, Lattimore, leave King, Jackson, Rhodes, Humphrey, McCordy and White. Then those are all 87 down to 85. We'll go safeties. Earl is number one, of course, with a 95. Then Harrison Smith for 94. We got Malcolm as a 92. We got Eddie Jack as a 91. And then we got Jamal as a 90. We got the safety from Tennessee as an 89, McCordy as an 89, Neal as an 89, Amos as an 87, and the Honey Badger as an 87. Those are the uh, safeties ratings in, in the game so far. The top 10s rather. And then the D-line we got Aaron Donald as a 99, Watt as a 97, Cox as a 96, Snacks as a 95, Calais, and Pierce as 92s. Atkins, and Garrett as a 91, Cam Jordan as a 91, and Clark as a 90. Woo, at D-line, you got Graham, Jones, Lawrence as a 89, Bosa, and Ingram as a 88, then Buckner, Daniels, Flowers, Hicks, Houston as an 87. So them edge rushers in them in them in the middle, them, them 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 hole fillers, they they about to be getting down through there. I, I don't know what Matt focused on directly this year, as far as what what sole positions, but them D linemen is looking beasty out there. Then the backers, you got Mac Wagner at ninety nine. Keekly Von Jadavian at 98, 97. Then a steep drop-off from Von to Jadavian from 97 to 92. Then you got David at 90. You got Deion Jones as at, at a 90. Smith as an 89. Kerrigan and Mosley at 87. Leighton Van Der as an 86. And Jalen as an eighty five. <coughs> I think Jalen... And Leighton Van Der Esch could have been a little bit higher. Cause they in my opinion, if not the number one, the number two linebackers playing together right now. As far as youth and talent and athleticism, like they got it all. They they got the whole package. And Shit, I mean, you might if you any team with Khalil Mack on there. I guess you could put number one because he's like one and a half men himself. But for the most part, I don't really care about the offensive line, I and mean, y'all fat boys can go look that up. Y'all know how I do. I play D line, so I care about that, and I'm a skilled player, but. Other than that, y'all fat boys and y'all kickers can go look up the other stuff. Just know that my kicker for the Rams is the number one punter, rather. My boy, Hacker Johnny Hacker. He out there, uh, fake field goal, fake punting on y'all niggas, getting first downs. But, yeah, I'm about to go ahead and get ready to end this podcast. You know, Madden 20 come out July 29th. Gears of War come out September 5th, and the same day 2K come out. 2K20 come out September 5th. Borderlands 3 come out September 12th. The new Destiny add-on Shadow Q, it comes out the 17th of September. Then that new Ghost Recon dropped October 10th. You got Call of Duty dropping the 24th Modern Warfare, and that Star Wars Jedi game look pretty cold coming out November 14th, but yeah, those are the games to be looking out for, it's your boy Skinny Hardaway, about to get on the game and go ahead and chill out and do some extracurricular activities, one time for the one time, it's your boy Hardaway and I'm out, you are tuned in to What's the Skinny? Oh, yeah, next week, like I said, probably by this weekend, if, if earliest, at earliest, I'm going to get into this NFL talk. Training camps and everything about to pick up, so that's going to be the talk of the town. I'll probably do about divisions more so to make it easier on myself and to have more stuff to talk to y'all about. Peace out.